What is up, everybody? So the play, so the song play. La 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 la. This is a pretty cool band. It's a band called Causes to Become. Dope. I wonder where I've heard them before. I they're dope. We're not trying to listen to the whole song. What is up, everybody? Thank you for coming. Muse Me TV. We are back. Episode 136. We got Sam Alvarado in the studio. I got to turn on the stupid timer so it doesn't turn off. The longest it stays on the screen is 10 minutes. Sam Alvarado, everybody. Hey. Sam Alvarado in the studio. Thanks Thank for joining, man. How's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. First of all, let me start off by saying I am deeply sorry. Why? I am so sorry and so <laughs> ashamed of my podcasting and posting abilities uh, that um, we've we've done this before. We have, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you are you're a recurring guest. This should be like episode two, like highlighted very perfectly. <laughs> but I fucked up because what I do now, well, what I've been doing is I will download the video from YouTube and. The download and the delete forever uh, are really close. I'm, I'm not. I'm not kidding you. I'll show you an example that I was just so so upset about. We'll go to episode this episode. Options, de- download, delete forever. Forever. It doesn't even say just delete. <laughs> it says delete forever. Does so, it even ask you if you're sure after that? I don't want to find out anymore. <laughs> I've already messed up once. I don't want to do it again. Fine. I don't mind. Uh, conveniently enough, uh, not the only time that's happened. No, what? No. So yeah, I was. Uh, I started writing with the New Mexico Inquisition. Danger. Okay. Vados was the host on that, and uh, one of the other comedians. Anywho's. Uh, so yeah, we ended up putting like a five-minute bit. I did like some slightly clean jokes as best I could. Okay. And it never aired, and I guess they ended up not continuing the Inquisition after that. So there was a funding issue followed by. Like a lack of people being able to do it, so that one never went up either. And I was just like, "What the heck?" Interesting. I just figured I was boring, but that's nice to know. <laughs> no, it was. I mean, accidents happen. It's, it's one of those freak things. Uh, if I was a little religious, I would blame Jesus. I'd be like, "God just didn't want me to have that episode, yeah, no, man. Yeah. I don't know what to say." I think the easiest as a comedian is just to be like, "You're not good enough," and that's why. <laughs> no, I just fucked up so bad. I was no, so I was so sad because uh. No worries. Uh, we actually had a pretty good conversation. We talked about a lot of cool gaming stuff, and which we're going to talk about again. Yeah, of course. Um, of course. And but, I still have yet to download onto the new PC. Oh, yeah. So I've been busy. Work. Okay. Yeah, like I said, you've been at electronic shop. Yeah, so uh, COVID killed everything. Um, I was actually trying to be on the road. So I had done a few shows in Arizona, Tucson, Phoenix, and was headed to Vegas. I came back to re-register my vehicle because I figured driving illegally with drugs. <laughs> no, no. It was harder yeah. than driving it with. <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> anyways, the, the whole point was to come back, re-register the vehicle, and then COVID happened. Mm-hmm. So, I found an opportunity with all the businesses closing. Things are cheaper. So, I opened an electronic shop. An actual shop? Yeah. I can go to this? You can go there, yes. Yeah, 95.5 San Mateo. Yeah. Uh, if you guys are interested. Actually, for any viewers out there, if you guys contact Cloud9 on San Mateo, like today, 
or as soon as you can. And if you just leave a, a message, Muse Me TV, we'll give you a discount on any repair for electronics. So phones, okay. boom, boom, beep. Okay, there you go. Um, That's discount code Muse Me TV 05. Just right. just type it in or uh, hit let them know. You'll yeah. get you'll get cool little incentives. So obviously, there. you have to be in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Um, and there goes half of my audience. Oh, really? No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. You can do a special like mail-in. No, I don't know. That would be cool, though. Um, but, I mean, you can also give advice and stuff, too, right? Just be like, yeah. hey, call in. We'll video yeah. chat, something like that. So Yeah, I help people with that stuff all the time. Super fun. Um, it's all the old people. They're still happy to be out. So most people just call. And I'm like, yeah, you know, send it in. Because we can. We can pick it up. Okay. So we'll do that instead of, because of COVID. You know, so yeah, curbside pickup yeah. and stuff Old like people, that. people, they come in. I put memes up, like wear a mask, you know. They don't give a fuck. They do not. And they'll yell at you without a mask on. So. Yeah, I had to go shopping today, and I'm just like, that whole, I'm wearing it up to here, and half of them are kind of like upset about it. I'm just like, oh, I don't know what to say, man. <laughs> I don't want to be an asshole either. I'm just, I'm waiting to see a Karen reaction so I can pull out my phone. Yeah. I want to get one of those it's videos. It's like the whole point. I don't care either way. <laughs> it's, it's like the seatbelts to me. I'm just like, I wouldn't wear one if I didn't have to, yeah. but I do. So that was cares? a good example. I, I, heard, I think I heard it from Eric Griffin. He, oh, yeah. he said it. He was just like, man, sometimes you just don't want to wear it, but you have to. Yeah. It's just, that's it. You, you might not get in an accident, but. If you do, yeah, it's it's there, right? It yeah. And it might help your COVID. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Um, I try not to get too political, like writing jokes and stuff. You know, I haven't tried to write COVID jokes, quarantine jokes. Why? Those are the best material right now. They all go. They, <laughs> that's kidding. Facebook material. That's it. So, like Facebook, I feel like is a place where I put the jokes. Where I'm like, nah, I can't tell that on stage. That's cheesy as shit. So. Facebook it is. And I need it. Quarantine COVID jokes? I don't know. I can't. I like that kind of aspect of trying out jokes too is the social media thing too. Yeah. Like just post it on there and just see what the reaction is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wonder what like the correlation to actual audience versus like likes on Facebook is. Like if there's been a study where it's like somebody said this found out how many likes they got out of it and then went and told it on stage and just kind of like recorded the response like was it as decent or... Are my friends just nice? You know, like I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, especially when it's just all comedians. Like, yeah, you know, exactly. What's happening? We need there. comedian scientists. You know, writing down numbers, shit like that. Analyzing these questions. I know, right? <laughs> that sucks too to like take away from like the legitimacy of individuality in comedy by trying to create metrics. What you do know? you mean? Like laughs per minute. Like honestly, when I first started, it's important to me that you count the amount of laughs you can get a minute because professionals can get up to four minutes, something like that. So if you're doing that well, it's 15 seconds of talking, laughs. 15 seconds of talking, laughs. So you're not boring. You're doing well enough. And I feel like at some point, there's like a metric where that doesn't matter because you can tell a long story and the laugh at the end is worth it. So it's like, how do you gauge which is better or more important? You know, because the individuality is what makes comedy. And that's the weird thing about comedy as well, too, because I recently had a buck d on the podcast before and he's totally like that's bullshit i don't know why people say that you just got to go out there if you're funny you're funny you can make him laugh either way i'm just like i get it but then there is that mentality that like if you can time them out correctly you know that you're working the crowd a certain way right. especially for the build-ups and stuff like that that's crazy too to think of like like small small even just 
mediocre laughs and then you know that like once this one hits they're roped in because of those little oh this person laughed a little bit this person laughed a little bit every little crowd reaction boom well i think his point is like you can base it on what's being said and on like the rules of how a joke works like being surprised right yeah something dark you know something unexpected usually is what makes you laugh but there's also like the human aspect of psychology for instance getting somebody to say yes to something you could use like the foot and door aspect where you get them to say yes to something small and then they're going to say yes to the next thing that's slightly bigger maybe a question you want to ask them or something you want them to do and then after you get the third yes you're pretty much guaranteed that they're going to agree with you after that or they're going to just follow along that's the rule of threes you know you get one two three small laughs you got a big hitter after that and it works well it's gonna work but his psychology of it is that you don't need words necessarily you don't need to be specific what you do is you play with people. Whoops. You play with people. So you get that idea that they're saying yes one, two, three times, but they're saying it with laughing. They're saying it with agreeing with you. And you don't have to worry too much about what you're saying as long as you can get them to agree. You know, you just say it in a way that's like, oh, I like this guy. I'm comfortable with him. His points are valid. You know, they don't have to agree, but you just have to be valid and get them to understand. Okay, I get that. I get it. Yeah. So and some people can do it with just personality. I've seen other comedians get threatened to get a bottle tossed at their head, uh, Troy, at the beginning of the joke. But he wrote it out enough to where it worked the same way that the dude agreed with him and was like, you're the best comedian, you know, at the end of the joke. So it's hard to gauge that. But at the same time, we can see mediocrity when it's there, you know? Like, yeah. there's some people you're like, why are you still out here? <laughs> yeah. Know? Like, I'm not the type to name names, but you know... Like I don't. You've seen them. No, uh, I, no, I'm not doing it. Uh, <laughs> just I will, oh, some open micers, you know, like yeah. maybe they're new stuff like that. But there's some guys that just there's no like coaching. There's no self awareness, so they can't like gauge what isn't is working. I guess. And not a lot of people don't go in there with that kind of knowledge and stuff, right? It's all like based on learning. Like you could even go to a comedy class and it still isn't going to be the same until you actually start hitting the mics and stuff. Nobody can teach self-awareness, you know. So you have to actually go out and practice it, you know, and see reactions. And that's weird with comedy because you see, you know, like you get a mirror. But it's more in a human sense, not just like a physical. So super fun. Um, But I mean, that's no more. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, I guess all we can do is talk about it now. No, I actually did, uh, I told a joke on a billboard. So since I opened up that that electronics and phone repair company, I was like, hey, let's get a billboard up. So I had them cycle through two of them. One of them is suck at holding things, and it shows like a broken phone, which I feel like if you're driving, you see that, you're like, eh, you know, like, not bad. I really hate it. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But... I guess religious people like it. I don't know. Because the other one is need a, need a crack fix. You know, and again, broken phone. But I feel like it kind of hits home here in Albuquerque. So So there's two billboards? There's one that cycles through. It's an electronic billboard. Oh, okay. Yeah. So What the hell? Yeah, I know. Is, right? are you, is your face on it? No. Why? No, because, I mean, <laughs> Come on. Look at my face. That's a perfect. That would have been awesome. I have a face for radio, I think. That's it? Yeah. Well, radio's becoming live now. I know that's the worst part. No, that's what people. <laughs> so I was saying, like, you get high quality people equipment. Want to see. I, uh, Sorry for this, everyone. 
it's 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 okay it's mediocre i, I really want to set up more with a, a computer where i can actually do a dual camera system and stuff right on I'm just, switch between them yeah i'm just filming off my playstation dude dude it's awesome my little playstation awesome. And, and it looks a little more high quality because of the lights right though. and if it ever breaks you can get it fixed yeah see <laughs> and i know where to go right there uh, you actually have done game repairs, like you said, right? Mm -hmm. Switches, Xboxes. A lot of Switches. There was a big issue with, like, the fans on them, so we were repairing a bunch of those fans. What he were seems... you doing? Just, like, taking them off and yeah. blowing Basically, once you know how, you just need tools. Mm -hmm. So, and in all actuality, it's not that difficult, but you can mess things up, and I think people are afraid of that. Don't Google, guys. Yeah, no, Google all you want. If you're Don't use brave Google. enough to do it and you buy the tools, feel free. Like, I'm all about... You know, learning anti-capitalism. <laughs> Share with everyone, but I, you know, I I can say I hate the water, but I still have to swim. So yeah. I'm take advantage of it. And I hate weeds. Take but your money. Yeah, I hate weeds, but somebody has to pull them. Right. That's what I say. That's how it goes. That's right. But um, it's uh, that's actually a pretty cool little niche as well as getting the whole repair thing. I've never I've because I when I built my computer. I got to pick all the parts on the website. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is cool. And all the processor, what processor do you want? And I was like, oh, well, I have money for this, blah, blah, blah. Oh, these RAM cards. But I didn't get to build it. Right, right. They already built it, and oh, then they right. sent oh, it. Oh, yeah. Sucks. Okay. So I've been, the only thing I've added recently is a fan. And that oh. was like kind of a little weird because I didn't know exactly what I was doing, but I had to figure it and out. You're afraid to break it. Yeah, yeah exactly. And then, uh, ram cards but that they're just like once you i had a friend tell me the best thing is it's just like adult lego sets yeah like once you start to really get that they kind of just go into slots yeah and stuff like that yeah, it's like if you can do basic carpentry it's the same thing on a minuscule level with metal yeah you know, small screws little pieces wire stuff like that it's really easy but it's just daunting i think because everybody's like oh it's this <laughs> lithium ion battery and they can and will explode you know if you don't do it right but again a youtube video like it's a river of knowledge out there you yeah know? Like, for free yeah that's the at, best part at now. my expense where you won't pay me to do it figure out how to fix your own crap so but you should do the videos that they can see for free that you get paid yeah, for exactly check out cloud nine we have an instagram we're going to be putting up videos of like how to repair older stuff you know, so iPhone 6, 7, like that. And I'm sure a lot of Yachibos have iPhone 6s and 7s. Still. Yeah, and the parts aren't as expensive anymore because there's an 11 Pro Max, you yeah. know. It could, like, look into your soul now, so. Just wait, though. Like, six months later, it's going to be 12X mm -hmm. Pro well, 5. Every September, so coming up, like, in a few weeks. I hate everything. Yeah. <laughs> Why do they do that? Apple, yeah, just so you buy more crap. What's up, Maurice? Thank you for joining. Hey, uh, what's up, Maurice? He asked if, can you replace a card reader on a Switch? Yes. Whoa. Very much so. Dang. That was a quick answer. You yeah. didn't even hesitate. No. no. I literally have, like, microscopes for microsoldering. I have a laser to remove, like, the backs of the newer iPhones. Like, we got all the fancy crap. Oh. So, if you're interested, you can contact Cloud9 in Albuquerque, uh, and we'll call and give you a quote. You could literally mail it to us, because we're doing that with COVID. We'll fix it, send you the invoice. Once you pay, we'll mail it back to you. Dope. Yep. Super easy, actually. Yeah, and especially now, like, everybody's doing delivery yeah. and stuff like and that. And, Maurice, if you use the Muse Me code, <laughs> just mention him. We'll give you a discount. Oh, man, that's so sure. badass. That'd be cool. I uh, appreciate that. Yeah. Cool. Sure. And it's good, yeah. It's a nice little niche. We were talking about niches yeah. earlier and that you're saying StarCraft. Back to that. 
It's the best. Yeah, I know. It's super fun. I watch your videos. It's the yeah. best RTS game ever. Yeah. I, I watch the pros all the time. Like, I'm watching them live, but they're in Korea, so I'm watching them at yeah. 1 o'clock in the morning. Who are the pros these days? Do you know their names? Uh, the, so the GSL is the Global StarCraft yeah. League, uh -huh. and it's on Season 3 this year. Uh, the They just finished the round of 24 with Group A. So the the match was solar. Uh, fucking this new guy that everybody was making fun of called Spear, uh, and two Protoss players that I just don't remember. Yeah. But uh, I feel like I only knew a few like a year or so ago when I played like Tilo, and like uh, Tilo was from. A while back. Yeah, Europe, right? A European. Yeah, so, yeah. They they call oh that's the beauty of StarCraft. They call anybody else that's not Korean foreigners. Yeah, of course. So so yeah, Tilo was a foreigner. Well, one of the foreigners right now is a uh, special. He's a Mexican. Right on. Uh, Scarlet. You ever heard of Scarlet? No, no, I haven't been in it lately. Been busy. This is actually a player that's a a transgender player as well. So that's crazy to. Like, go, it goes into even going to other cultures and stuff, and yeah. it's still pretty well accepted. That this is just a gamer, and she, she's Yeah, nobody bad cares. It. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's a, it's That's a, how it should be, you know. Which is the drawback and another good aspect to, like, online gaming versus, like, sports. You know, it's like it removes that gender aspect. It removes the racial aspect. It removes a lot of those economic yeah. aspects. I mean, there still are economic aspects. You have to have a computer. But I kind of get what you're that. saying is like uh, there there can be pro, uh, pro Call of Duty players, male and female, yeah. compared to basketball players where there's an actually division in the league where it's like right, there's the right. WNBA and the NBA. Yeah. And times are changing. Yeah. You know, like it's cool. I like sports. Yeah, it's super fun. You know, but I'm down for whatever's coming next as far as, like, competition and what humans can do. Yeah. And it's becoming more integrated with electronics as we go along, which I think is why I led into electronics in the first place. Like, somebody was saying, like, you should learn how to code. Like, everybody should. Because it's a form of language, right? It's a form of communication, building a website, stuff like that, and enabling the your environment. Yeah. So back in the day, they didn't teach us how to read, why? Servitude, stuff like that. You know, you keep the peasants uneducated, then they don't do as much, you know. Eventually, what's happening now is like the Internet of Things. They're literally integrating like Wi-Fi capabilities into tables, into plastic. Yeah. And now military... Outlets, is, everything. They're doing it into military vehicles, you know, so that the vehicles themselves have Wi-Fi but can also transmit and receive radio, all that fun stuff. But it's built in, so it's lighter, all that much... If you don't know how to manipulate this world around you, it ends up manipulating you. Then you watch TV all day because you don't know how the TV works. You don't act. You're not a part of it. You just sit there and watch all day. You know, like, so you either choose which side you want to be on. Yeah. You know, like, you let it enjoy yourself at home, smoke the weed. The served or the servitude. Right, or do something, you know, because, like, times are changing, you know. So preventing people from learning how to code and it not being free, which you can learn here and there. Just not a lot, but schooling, for instance, is like a good way to keep people from advancing in general because the newer, better competitions come up, Call of Duty, stuff like that. Like, I'm not saying better or worse. I'm not going to argue that case. My point is there's just newer things that can test limits of humans. 
reaction speeds now are going to be 10 times higher than they were before, but that's because video games allow us to practice that constantly. Yeah. So the human changes. We start involving electronics into our own bodies. Neuralinks. Yeah, exactly. Neuralinks are coming up. That's just dope. Um, I'm all for science and technology. Like Humans need to move past what we are because right now we're a bunch of racist pieces of crap. <laughs> yeah. So let's do a little better. You know, Why not add technology into it? That makes sense. Stuff like that. I like that because everybody <laughs> else that I've been talking to about technology just gets paranoid and thinks it's going to end up like a it will Skynet, 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 or they're, like... They're afraid because it's true. Like, we, we as humans have the ability to adapt and overcome things, so I believe that we'll be able to out-machine machines, basically, like outsmart them just by what we're capable of outside of, like, general energy needs. Like, we have the ability to prevent and provide energy. But that's evolving, too. You've heard of the new Diamond batteries? So this company just started testing Diamond beta batteries, basically. And what it is is it's a small synthesized diamond inside of another synthesized diamond. And it allows for a transfer of an electron to create low-energy electricity. So when you mix that in with a regular lithium-ion battery, it will recharge itself. So if they haven't already like come out with this technology in the next few years, what you will see is phones that don't need to be charged at all. But again, that's just the beginning of it. You know, once computers can charge themselves, then we have to worry. Okay, that's something we might need to fight. You know, like let's prevent them from manufacturing their own energy, and we win. You know, so we have the ability to beat them, but it's definitely a threat. Because this isn't something that Elon Musk is working on, is it? I don't think so, actually. I think in 2016 it was first introduced by, like, some college students at the University of someplace. I don't remember. But they just got an approval because they had to hit, like, landmark tests at the uh, thing. Uh, So the... Because... here coming up soon, Tesla's actually going to release a thing known as the Battery Day, right. where they're actually going to release this battery that's actually supposed to last a super, super, super long time, and everyone, everyone, investors and everyone are waiting for 8, it. Eight thousand years, I think, was the of this. Yeah, for the. So if he's working with anything similar to this, what's available publicly, what the school's working with, could there be just like the basics of it. Yeah, but if he's already been working on it for a while, chances are he probably has something that's fairly efficient because currently the government is funding as much as possible um, uh, research into energy to America no longer needing energy outside of America. So they're looking into how to maintain and generate more power here. And what we're looking into heavily is batteries. So and there was like one company that was using like some runoff from the ocean to collect, I forget what it was called, um, but a mineral, basically, that could charge and power batteries. And there was, like, a process that he patented to make it easier. So I guess it was easier to, like, mine for, I guess, and create. Okay, so, so they, it's cheaper. They funded him, yeah. you know, for more research into that. And they're actually currently, if you look on their site, looking for all kinds of businesses that are related to batteries in any way to try to help come up with like a new way or a different way of like providing energy and keeping jobs energy jobs here so luckily i think he's like oh maybe the coal thing was dumb let's try new stuff so as far as that goes i feel like you just follow the tech companies and money you know like that's 
where America is, where capitalism, we're not a democracy. You know, because like money going, it's going into technology. All right, you know, that's where America is going. Because I think that's one of the only main things that we have over a lot of other countries now. That's why we don't get taken over still as well. Like yeah. uh, even China. Well, we're a symbiosis with China. We can't exist without them, and they can't without us. And we will always work with them. Well, isn't there a uh, isn't there a tipping point where one of them is going to want? Well, we obviously have a, a a higher, don't we? I feel like we have a potentially, but I mean, we we've been weakened recently, and the economy is south. Anytime we try to get a leg up, it's it's going to fail just because of how the system is built. What's going to happen is the new world order. Like we, that's how it evolves planetarily. There's too many of us now, and. The differences in how we run things is obviously causing world problems, even to the point where the environment's jacked. Like, like we we know this, yeah. but we fight it because like that's messed up, right? But in reality, you know, if you follow science, if you follow the way that like survival is necessary, yeah. some people have thought of it and they're like, hey, if the world's gonna end, we gotta survive as a species, just a few of us. Yeah. But in all actuality, as a whole, the world, we're just gonna need to control everyone. The easiest way to do that is to, you know, make one everything one. Government. Yeah, just one currency, pretty much. That's what it is. It's yeah. just one currency. You can still transfer things through that currency, but it's still just one. And that's because our current system is poised to fail. Capitalism, there's no good end to capitalism. Like, that's just how it is. It doesn't value the people enough to continue to be, like, a national wouldn't it governing just, thing. Wouldn't it just get to a point where it's, like... A, bu- a bubble where it's going to pop, but when it pops, the ramifications of the end are still benefiting to one of the parties. Right. And what do you have when you have nothing because your economy has collapsed? What do you have to trade? Like slavery exists for a reason because you have people to trade. So when it does come to that, that's what, that's what our government and what society as a whole will avoid at all costs is having to trade out people and workers and stuff like that. If we were to like fail and America falls apart, and we end up being like owned by China in this hypothetical situation that I just created. <laughs> um, they would just own our people, and we would work for them. But it's the year twenty twenty, so it would be like, hey, now you all work for this company for four years minimum for your life. You know, it's just like military service for four years, something like that, but to somewhere else. Yeah. In that sense, you know, the economy itself either continues as things are to improve or it degrades. We're not going to let it degrade because there are too many advances to keep up with. People are in good places and don't want to lose that. So they'll maintain that in any way they can. A lot of us might die, but the rest of us are easier to control if that's the case. (laughs) So it's not that bad for them. Mm. You know, like if you're in the situation where like you had literally, we think of like cool plans, like, oh, in my lifetime I can complete this. But these are like generational plans for Earth, you know, for the world, for how global politics systems are created and you can't just have one leader do it for 80 years and then everything's fine after that like you have to have a succession groups of people family for instance where the next generation picks up and continues to move it in the direction that you're planning on if you have that much control at this point it's difficult to like give up for one two it's the system in place now keeps us all happy. We can smoke weed at home. We don't have to fight. Yeah. And you don't revolt. <laughs> I'm high. <laughs> There's a lot of that. So, <coughs> sorry. In a general sense, basically, we the, the world is going to end up global economy 
because it all does rely on the whole thing, you know? Like, that's why we're always at war, because we understand that political factors in other countries can affect the economy globally, and we don't want them to. So we go fix it. We go to Argentina. We go wherever we need to go, Iraq. And we say, hey, guess what you get by force? Democracy. You get freedom by force. And then we just kind of control the economy in that area as well. So it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger, the Imperial Army. And I guess my whole issue is I, I'm for the people. So but I mean, it, but we still kind of have to. Have to. Yeah, it's kind of like paid slavery or work servitude that we kind of just right. goes, goes, just happened. Literally. With, whoa, yeah. with the system that we're. Like, we like it. You know, like yeah. it's we even we put it so much. It's not that you're free from having to work. You're unemployed. Like, why is that bad? It should be good. We have we're so efficient now with electronics and technology that not everybody has to work. We don't. One person can do what ten people could used to do. Yeah. You know, so but there's still work to do. There's still roads that need to be fixed. Still schools that need to be built. Still teaching that needs to be done. You know, still learning that needs to be done. We take it away because they don't have the money to do it. You're unemployed. You know. The capitalist system doesn't work for the people. And it's not that fun. Sorry for the in-depth nonsense. Sorry. I no, really we're cool. <laughs> we're, we're just having a conversation. Politics, politics are fun, but when it comes down to it, for me, the system itself is broken, and the only way to fix it is more control because they're not going to give it up. So we're going to lose a lot of people. There's going to be wars. There's going to be stuff like that. But it's we're going to be united against cause stuff like that. You know? Okay. Plus the aliens thing. You know, We got that to deal with. Which like we're slowly confirming that aliens exist. But which yeah, exactly. The CIA and is that something that has been here already from time or is it something that's just barely being introduced to us now recently? Like did they recently start to make connections and stuff? That's why they're telling us that like, oh, aliens are real well, see they're not really saying aliens are real, but yeah. They did really, uh, well, who was it? Uh, the Air Force and stuff, Pentagon, did release saying unidentified flying objects are real. Right. We don't know what the fuck that is. Right, yeah. But in other sense, you have people like Bob Lazar and other people dropping documentaries and stuff that are, I guess, are okay, not being taken down, right. no censorship or anything. They're just like, like, do we just let it happen now? Uh, I've heard this quote before, what was known as uh, desensis desensitization yeah. where they kind of just introduce it to you little by little by little and then all of a sudden it's just one big thing where when we do see an alien it's just gonna be like, fuck it does look like E.T. Right? <laughs> I mean oh man okay. and it's not even scary well I think it, it gets in the way of the current form of control we have which is religion but the, okay so even before then is that part of it too did they invent that to make us in control potentially who knows I don't, I don't know the transition to a new form of control would make sense but like let's say this you either do or you don't know and like that's the only thing we can state for a fact you know and we don't right now so if we don't it's either dangerous to us or it's used for some reason or we're just incapable and if we're incapable then we wouldn't like have any signs at all does that make sense like for instance, ghosts. I can't say, do you believe in ghosts or not? You not know, like, really. Belief is irrelevant. The fact is, you could see something. But we don't have the observational ability to say, this is what a ghost is. Yeah. Nobody knows. Like, do you know? I don't know what a ghost is. is. If anybody knows what a ghost is, let us know. I don't... They say it's like a spirit or some kind of, like, thing that you can feel. Yeah. Not really, though. I don't, so, I don't here's know. Here's the problem with introducing aliens, right? 
the dog that you have, if you believe in God, the dog believes in God. No. It does. You know why? The because dog can. You are, you are the higher knowledge. You are telling the dog that God, God exists, and here's why. The dog has no frame to argue whatsoever because that world, our world, literally just states this is it, and we're the highest. But if an alien being came down with bigger technology, smarter, knew more about the universe, said there's no God, what argument would we be able to put up? Our beliefs? If they said there was, what argument would we be able to put up? I would, we, we wouldn't. There would be an argument for the sense of it's in a disguise. Potentially, yeah, yeah, I guess. Like, you know, it's the demons in disguise, it's the devil, or in a religious sense. Right. But in other senses, too, like more of a rational thinker or an open-minded, we, we would obviously know that it's something that we just can't explain. Right, yeah. that's And like a dog not being able to see color. Do... Uh, <laughs> so like how much of that? in a sense yeah know? but still though is is can't a dog still see some spectrums can't that we, we can see the world but not ghosts you know like there's just an observational inability that we have we're we're limited by our consciousness but what, okay, or what, our interaction with the world so then does that mean the people that say they can are crazy no no actually i don't think so i think they just don't know how to explain it well enough to those of us that have no idea how do you explain to a blind person what a cloud is like five grams of mushrooms right yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's right i don't know if that works <laughs> um but if if the alien system decided you know like hey they're already in a form of control. The belief itself is not the end all. It doesn't matter if we believe it or not. What belief is, is a way, is, is like a direction of energy. So if I can get a group of people to believe something, I don't care about the belief. The belief is something I can use. Yeah. You know, and that's what people don't get. They think their belief is like, oh, I believe this, and that's why I'm right. And it's like, well, your belief is just a way to get you to think or do certain things. Yeah. You shouldn't believe in anything unless there's evidence. Do I believe in aliens? About eh, as much as I believe in other things that haven't 100% been proven. Yeah. Does the evidence suggest it? Yeah, I'm going to lean more towards that. But my belief is irrelevant because it could be used against me to think, oh, there's aliens. And, and there's uh, just people. And in a, maybe out of the whim of life, you might be wrong. Yeah. And that's the crazy one about the whole thing. It's yeah. like, is because. W- the, that's what I love about religion and all the different religions. You can go through countless, like, India, China, everywhere. They all have different little stories and stuff like that. But what's not to say when it is discovered that we're just like, I can't believe they had it right, and we didn't. <laughs> right, yeah. Or any little thing. Like, uh, even I love how they try to make it translated more into, like, when uh, ancient, like, Native Americans and stuff actually saw their gods and it was just like oh this being from the sky came down with like a lizard but then all of a sudden we end up discovering it's a fucking reptilian yeah like exactly. a lizard person yeah, like or an alien or who knows yeah how do we how do we take that? a reptilian is an alien sir yeah it could be they, yeah. well, we could have originated here we don't know just before us have you ever heard of the alien race book yeah there's like five nine i don't recall how I, many there are. i can't remember exactly but there's actually a book that was released by the russians back in the day mm-hmm. of a book from a to z of alien races right on. there's like 20 a's <laughs> too many <laughs> there's a lot and it freaks yeah. me out because they they cool. go into really big detail and i'm just like holy fuck and then it's not read by somebody. It's like, you know, when they type it in and then the computer reads it. Yeah. So it's even creepier because, like, the computer's reading it. Yeah. Uh, but 
over hundreds of races of aliens too yeah. like statistically i'm a statistics person dude like numbers like literally i have to apply numbers to everything so like the probability that aliens exist is the only reason why i might like suggest okay aliens exist you know because the probability is high you know but that's like with anything you know same thing with probability of anything again when you're dealing with like the spiritual aspect i think the belief is what we can measure how convicted is somebody to believe in this thing in that sense i believe that belief exists and that for them god exists so i can't refute that it has an effect on the world that i can observe that people literally believe if someone shall kill people and just be terrible humans and and hurt other people simply because this thing that either is real because i agree or it's because they invented it is still affecting them in some way so it's still observational you know it's like the wind i can say the wind doesn't exist i've never seen it but i still see leaves moving but okay uh, that's even more getting into like this see people's uh try to accumulate uh try to speculate that like the spirit realm and like being able wind and stuff like that is like energy and, yeah. and like stuff flowing like that but we've gotten so good that we know how small atoms and particles really are that that's the stuff really moving in our face right now right. Yeah. like right now there's hundreds and millions of particles just fucking floating yeah. right around us that uh, we can't see but we technically can they they're in front of us and we know that they're there but we just can't see it right and with that sense is it just because maybe it's our potential of not knowing how much our human mind can be tapped. Well, think about that. They say that only certain parts of the brain, like they always say the 10% of your brain is used, and I think that's been proven false because you can use a whole bunch of your brain, yeah. but it's not all at the same time. Yeah. You use separate areas, but similar areas of the brain when you're sleeping versus when you're awake. So obviously there's a difference in consciousness. Intelligence and consciousness can really only be explained by like your ability to adapt and understand the world around you, right? So obviously our consciousness is limited what we can see feel like what we are capable of experiencing obviously with the ghosts thing and that's just like an example and i'm using because it's common to everybody with the ghosts thing we cannot see that our consciousness our ability to interact with the world is not at the level where we can understand that so obviously there's a cap there's so much more we don't know and i feel like consciousness in itself is the prison like like the reality of things because when like you're saying with atoms and everything they've broken down atoms even farther and they found out what everything inside of that was made out of and it's just sound waves compressed down to a point where it literally makes something physical so of course transfer of energy makes sense because anything can make it sound so on and so forth it can be transferred into sound waves and then back into something else so in that sense we have a basic understanding of that you start to get a basic understanding of how like matter works which obviously time and space is like matter in itself. So then we'll be able to manipulate reality in a sense, like in the same sense that like our physics don't work on other galaxies sometimes because our physics only apply here. Whereas if you were to be able to change something, all of a sudden your consciousness slightly higher because you're able to observe more of the reality around you yeah. or manipulate it. So technology is kind of like hiring our consciousness. It's just putting it together with us. And the more you separate yourself from knowledge, the further away you're going to be from, like, the consciousness, the higher, being able to, who knows, grow another eyeball that sees some weird, crazy infrared shit. I'm not saying that's the case, but 
right? Or just being able to see more with what your eyes can do. Microscopes. Yeah, because I, I, I love when looking at like a dog or a cat's eyes and you see how they can control the dilation of their pupils yeah. so fast. I'm just like, how the fuck can I not do that? Right, yeah. And that's just something that's a literally... I feel a trained sense in their brain yeah. that they well, know how to activate that. We even have like markers on our body that are like reminiscent of how our bodies used to be. Like you used to be able to move your ears, you know, to listen better. And as humans, we've evolved past that, but our body still has a little notch at the top of the ear. And that's hereditarily based, obviously, but the thicker it is, obviously, the more it signifies the the nerve ending in the muscle that was there to pull the ear back stuff like that and there's just markers all over the body you know like some people still grow tails and shit yeah you know so it's just like these evolutionary evolutionary things that are more rapid more rapid more rapid and we're gonna start integrating technology into us and that's important I think but like I think we underestimate our ability to do so to evolve because this one dude in Russia right he gets an egg gets some jizz, some sperm, and injects it into the egg, right? Seals it up, waits 40 days. He fucking hatched a homunculus. It's this half human, half chicken egg thing. And it looks like a cylinder. Dude, it had an eye. It has a mouth with teeth. It eats meat and, like, proteins. And initially, it started, like, absorbing proteins in the water. So he put a protein powder in. And it would absorb it through the through its skin. But then it fucking grew a tongue and a mouth and it started eating to get bigger because it needed more, right? This is a, what is this? Then, dude, pull it up. Then <laughs> he he gives it a fish and then finds out that it has electrical capabilities and it shocked him and the fish in order to like either hunt or protect itself. Dude, it's crazy. So initially he gets one and it looked like a little cylinder and then he gets another one that looks like a blob and he put them together and what did those two things do? They merged into one thing the blob had the eye, and it kept the eye, and the cylinder had the mouth, and it kept the mouth to, like, evolve into more. And that's just, like, the basic human biology but mixed with, like, a chicken being able to, like, evolve and grow like that. In a lifespan, in, in, in a time span of how long, though? This it's sounds been like... in seven, eight months, maybe a year. He's been posting videos on YouTube. You guys can look this up right now. He's been posting videos on YouTube for the last year. And, like, the first one is, like, that doesn't exist. That's crazy. And then you realize, holy crap, like, he's still doing it. Like, he's doing more. And this doesn't look and doctored like, or anything. No, no, it looks like you can see. Like, they clearly show it in multiple videos. What would I look it under? Uh, just homunculus. Like, Russian homunculus would be the easiest. And there's probably some, like, reaction videos to the earlier ones, but he started, like, updating people on, like, oh, he did it again, and it's a different, like, type of creature. It's really messed up and kind of awesome because if the dude could do that in his own basement, imagine what, like, years of science could do, you know, with just, like, DNA testing. Not Six that I am million for. views? <laughs> that was, like, four years ago, yeah. Well, he's been updating since then. So it might be for the last four years he's had this thing growing, or it might be dead by now. See, I don't, I don't know. even know if I, I don't know if this is the guy, but so I found uh, this. Yes. So this is it here. Oh, this is yeah. it. Yeah. Planet Nibiru. Nibiru, that's the one. Well, it's a guy covering his videos, so and he'll kind of because it's in Russian, so he'll translate and tell you what the guy's saying, like what he's done. 
but we want to see it. That's crazy, though. 24 yeah, so million. They, they partnered with the alchemist, and questions are answered. If somebody in, wants to ask in English, they can ask him. So, yeah, no, there's a bunch of videos. It's pretty sick. I don't have to watch that. But in that sense, like, if that's possible, how, you know, then probability states that it's possible. An entire planet could be populated with whatever we are on purpose, you know, and then just kind of, let's see how they do. Or So, I mean, we think we're special, but I think life can grow in habitable areas, habitable areas, in lots of galaxies. And, like, the only reason we only have, like, one or two planets in the habitable area is because we have a giant gas uh, planet. So, like, obviously, when they say when planetary orbit systems are created, if there's not a giant gas planet, then the others won't get thrown off into, a, like, a more elliptical rotation. So then they'll be in the habitable zone. So other galaxies that don't have a gas giant have five, six, seven planets, Yeah, you know, that are capable. If we can grow little chicken half human things in a basement i'm sure life could find a way on other places especially with that much opportunity just like here well then okay this is another fucked up thing then too if this is out there in the world uh that's being broadcasted there's a, a highly chance that the government can already probably do this to a higher level right because they're cloning people. Yeah, I've heard that they can do everything that we do is always 20% ahead of us. They're yeah, always like 20 years of ahead course. of anything that we try to do. And socially, if you want to know what to do in like the future, like for the quarantine right now, like you guys are wondering, oh, what's going to happen? How is the government behaving? Is it going to go away? Is it not? Nobody really cares except for the tech companies because they're the ones making all the money right now. And yeah. what are they doing? Everybody's staying home until August next year. And they're keeping everybody working at home. All the tech companies. It's because they know there's going to be another resurgence of COVID, whether it's the same one or not. Whether people believe it or not, it's how things are going to go. Because they study into history and how plagues work and exactly where it's going to spread to. They know. We're going to hit another quarantine soon. Really? Yeah. I'm going to shut down. I'm bummed out about it, again, because the new business is starting up. But we'll see how much, how long. And what it affects. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because again, again, what if we don't take that same approach of actually quarantine correctly? Yeah. Well, then we hit the uh, we hit the whole herd immunity thing, and a bunch of people get sick and pass away. But what I'm more concerned about is the studies that have researched into sickness after after they've healed. Some people are fine. Other people who have higher viral loads get nervous system issues. But then there's also people saying that studies have been done purposely to skew numbers in one way or the other. For me, I listen to, like, the doctors and physicians that I've met and known. For instance, Greg Jomek. What's up, bro? Hope he watches it one day. Um, he's a physician now, and I was talking with him. And the studies that he reads are going to be from the, the medical side of, of things. You know, like, yeah. I, when I was a medic, we would have access to what's called GEMS. And it was just like a magazine, but they would come out with new articles and new studies because medicine is a practice. It's always new. They're always learning. So with Greg, he doesn't make any definitive statements. He just says the study has shown that in children, it's shown to affect their nervous system after they're better. And so then it's like, oh, well, this seems like it's just creating more patients in the long run. You know, is it manufactured? Is it not? Are we controlled? Who knows? You know, like, but when it comes down to like what decisions and things you can do, you know, follow the money, obviously. What are tech companies doing? They're staying in, probably going to have to stay in. If we don't close everything down, are you going to get sick? That's fine. You know, are you willing to deal with what being sick entails? 
with a new virus that has like been known to be able to travel across neurons, which is a normal for a virus. You know? So it means it can pass the blood-brain barrier and cause all kinds of nervous system issues. And I'm not saying that any of that's real. It could all be manufactured lies to keep us inside or something. But you have to make a decision based on how you're going to do things either way. Right. Because you know, so. there are some places that are just like, even if they do know, have heard the studies, they're still just like, whatever. So it doesn't matter if you don't believe it, go vote. <laughs> how do you feel I, that's gonna go look at their like they're like well uh, uh more if maurice is still in here he did leave a comment uh the ma the mail-in ballot i have to actually go to it if i don't remember exactly what he said but on the last video we were talking about it if uh it takes so long and stuff and it doesn't get done correctly the speaker of the house ends up becoming yeah the president yeah i think there's like a, a weird little process to it and bernie sanders brother i think is the one that ends up being the president because things shift in the house and in the senate once the president is no longer there and like that's like it, it ends up shifting so i forget the exact like way that it's done, but basically power shifts over to a different Senate, which they don't have enough people, so then it goes drops down again. It ends up being Bernie Sanders' brother. All right, like that, yeah. uh, Maurice, Maurice Linton, shout out to you. Thanks again. He left this comment on the last video. He's like, "Great episode." Since you all touched on it, I'll inject my opinion. If uh, we do mail-in voting, uh, it will widely it is widely understood that the vote won't make it in time. There will be problems, even be ballots coming in mail after the election. If there isn't a presidential decision, Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi becomes president, and we would be effed for sure. <laughs> right. Thank you for your comment, man. Right, yeah. Actually, not at this point. Uh, I think the remedy people are saying about that is the mail is being delayed. There are ways you can, like, express mail it, and everybody's saying that your new voting date, if you're going to do it by mail, isn't in November anymore. It's, like, October 15th, 17th, to make sure that the mail has enough time to get there. Okay, to count that one yeah. on the day of. Yeah, because you can send in your absentee ballot pretty much any time after the decision's been made of who it is, I think. So... Not 100%. I stick with local politics. Well, okay, so that's the thing I'm scared of, though, is like uh, December 20th is the deadline Maurice just posted. December 20th? That's what it says. I don't I think that's what he said. Voting day was like November 9th. You have to have your vote in by that day. Am I wrong? I don't know. Let us know, Maurice. Yeah. Give us some, <laughs> give us some feedback. Um, if, uh, but what if it causes more civil unrest here in America? To vote? What do you mean? Like anything. Okay, people are fighting for the civil injustice of police and yeah. stuff right now, but there's actually an underlying thing with politics going on as well. Right. So if you have control of a country, you don't lose control. So we have a few factions maybe that come up. At very most, a few states become separatists. And they, oh, we're going to form our own union. We have that ability. Blah, blah, blah. Well, the federal government brings in the military, and we're fighting ourselves like idiots. They're going to prevent that um, because if things were to get that bad, obviously then we're weak and we're capable of More weak losing. little bitches. Yeah, America can't be weak. So what they'll end up doing is just basically... They've, we've bombed our own cities before over civil issues. You know, we'll do it again. That's not a big deal. Are you are you saying 9-11? No. no <laughs> I'm, I'm talking... I forget. Jamestown? I forget. There's a town where two to four blocks were literally bombed. 
and there's like 11 deaths and it was over like race issues and i i'm sorry i don't have the exact details on that one but we've bombed our own cities you know i'm not saying it's been secretive and 9-11 was us 9-11 was us um what i'm saying oh, is is that we obviously will allow you know people with guns and racists to be out there shooting and killing people because at this point capitalism is so ingrained in being an american that things are more important than life is. Your life is your computer. Well, some people's life is their life, you know? And like I was saying, I think I posted on Facebook, I was like, y'all are so indoctrinated by capitalism that you're like, if you don't like it here, you can leave. And I'm like, that's some Wendy's manager bullshit. <laughs> like, no, this is America. If we don't like it, we can change it. And we need to protest. We need to keep going out there, keep making changes, get more involved, vote, you know, stop just complaining or seeing that people are dying and being like, oh, that's messed up. Understand this shit's happening now. It could happen to you. Yeah. You know, like the police are literally somebody, if you disrespect them, you die. Like, that's not freedom. You know, like, they should arrest them, and that's that. They're not executioners. And I understand everybody's arguments for the case, but systemically how it is, it's not people are evil and they're trying to control us, and they're racist. Yes, they're racist, and they're being used in a system that's capitalistic against 70% of the people here in America only for the reason to what? Keep us in control, right? So, like, an easy solution for the police would be to, to abolish Metro Police altogether and put all of that power to the Sheriff's Department because the Sheriff is unofficially elected, and he has to answer to the people. We can make them accountable by making it not a private thing, you know, defunding them to the point where teachers have to pay for their own shit, you know, like I'm not saying let's put cops in danger. They're there to try to help peace protectors, but they're not accountable to anything. They have qualified immunity based off of a case of an autistic guy who got shot and they justified it because the cop didn't know. So most of the qualified immunity cases, they get let off because if a dude with autism can get shot, and why can't somebody who they think is threatening get shot? So they constantly get off free. And it's just this nonsense. But the capitalism plays a part in, again, it's unemployment. It's not freedom. You know, if you're not producing something of value, then you're useless. You're not doing things right. It takes away your individuality, you know? Like, if you make a chair and I make a chair, somebody might like your chair more than mine. But I made my own chair. You know, it's cool. It's my way. If we're both making the same chair, who cares who buys it? I just want to go home, you know? Capitalism is so ingrained. People are like, well, if you don't like it, you can leave. It's crazy. It's like, I'm not getting fired from being an American citizen because <laughs> I don't like it here. Yeah. You know? Like, that's not how it works. But that's literally people are fighting for capitalism. And they're out there shooting people who are protesting and want civil liberties. You know, it's just the system itself is built in control of everything. You know? So we get our freedoms to make podcasts and talk, tell jokes like that but we don't get to leave we don't get to do what we want we don't get to ensure oh what <laughs> oh man <laughs> good timing oh man all right well usually when i do this i go live with them anyways I'll do it. So. yeah i'm down hey man what's up you are live on the podcast right now i got sam alvarado <laughs> what's up <dude? laughs> how you doing brother 
I'm good, man. I got a favor to ask you, dude. Oh no, is it? Hopefully, it's not so bad that it's not good on the podcast. But <laughs> no, it's, it's gonna be indicative of our of the times that we're going through right now. Uh-huh. I can't get any quarters anywhere to do laundry, dude. Can I do laundry over at your house? Tonight? Oh, dude, yeah, you're fine, dude. I, I I even have like yeah, you're of course you're totally fine. I got the lawn. I got a washer and a dryer, so you can come come fuck with it. Okay, cool. I'll bring my own soap. And- <laughs> do laundry over there no problem dude uh you still coming by at around uh that same time yep all right for sure man i'll see you then brother all right later <laughs> later man later such a good friend yeah, you heard it here folks evan evan on the podcast that's weird i feel like donald trump wanted to like undo everything that obama did and i'm like but the change too <laughs> oh man sorry that was a cheesy joke you can't change change because it constantly comes. Well, I'm just mean we didn't have like a lack of change in the Obama administration. That's all. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, it's just dumb. Well, change. see, I've always I'm been. Sorry. I'm I've sorry. always been That's a firm bad. believer of same face, different mass kind mm-hmm. of aspect. Like it's always been the same kind of system for so long, but yet they have to kind of show that we're kind of doing something mm-hmm. different to appease the people. Well, since with the same ideas that we had from our forefathers, which aren't really there anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's weird that it's now officially like a two-party system. Yeah. Because before we used to have like conservative liberals and, you know, like more democratic liberals, you know, democratic republicans. And now it's just like one side or the other. Yeah. And they're both angry. There was left, center yeah. left, center right, yeah. purple. Yeah. So now we have peanuts with shit or just shit. No, and, what a, a turd sandwich or a giant yeah, douche. Yeah, and we're ending up judging them based off of who's less bad. And that's stupid too, is because now we're we even have a choice for both sides, and people are like, "Oh, well, I don't even want Biden, but I have to choose him." Yeah. What? Yeah. What does that even mean? Well, the, the problem again is the system itself. If things think about this, and I'm not saying anything. I loved Obama. He's a great person. I don't think there's anything bad about him. But in the eight years he was in office, we still have police killing people and racism as abundant as it is. Granted, right. COVID is making things worse, and we have the tool for leader now that we have. But you know what I mean? Like, the system itself isn't going to allow for anything better than making capitalists more money, you know? And... And it's less and less. Like, COVID was just like, let's peel some paint off of capitalism and find out it's just... You so you don't like capitalism at, at all. all. Will I use it to my advantage or damn right? Dang. Yeah. Not even... Okay, so what do you... How do you account for the way we can make money then in a less capitalistic kind of way so, so that everybody benefits? Because I feel... This is, this is in, in a sense. Right. In a capitalistic way... There is kind of a way that everybody can get money. Right. No, I'm not saying that that capitalism can be reformed into a different type of system that works better, you know, because um, it can, obviously. I'm not saying abolish it completely. But but the problem with it is the system in place isn't, it's not, it should not be used to rule countries and uh, as a government. And that's what it is being used as, as a government. Capitalism is good for people that work that are in said system. But as a government controlling people, what they're doing is they're stealing your labor. They're stealing your time and your talent. 
to gain money for themselves. And what that does to the entirety of a system is allows for control because then you have to go to work and you have to go to school and we can grow and build off of that. And I'm not saying that's bad. You know, things have been done. Good things have been done with capitalism. But the problem was it got, in, it got put into government systems. It corrupted our democracy. And now capitalism in itself is our governing system. Because of that, that's why we need reform. Now we need to separate these two or destroy it completely for something else. Obviously, capitalism works in a sense. So let's use the best things of, the, of capitalism, the things that allow for growth, you know, technology, stuff like that, make things easier. But don't apply that to the people that you have. Don't make them work. If they don't want to work, have opportunities for them to learn and grow and do things as people or help others in any other sense. Just schooling being, you know, like it's for profit. And as it's part of the system of school should be free for everyone, you know, because it isn't, your people aren't as educated. You know, like, because our healthcare system isn't great, you're only as healthy as the least healthy person that you come in contact with, which okay. means a homeless guy on the street. How, as a system, can we not ensure that that homeless guy is taken care of to where he won't get me sick? Or not. So our health care system is going to fail and has because of COVID and it's been overwhelmed and it's difficult and things are hard because the economy because we can't even take care of the people that are least capable of taking care of themselves. So now the homeless guy gets you sick. Now everybody's sick. Now the hospital systems are overwhelmed and we can't even deal with the plague. If we had led more into a, hey, let's not worry so much about money and, and profits and benefiting, blah, 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 focus on the people let's say hey our healthcare system is jacked you know here's how people can still benefit well they're less in control and now they can make their own hospitals blah 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 you know and they they lose their money they lose their power and they're not gonna let that happen it's just think it's sad i'm sorry guys get depressed we've been inside in quarantine for a long time so you had a lot of time to, to think about hate why hating capitalism <laughs> We had a lot of growth, man. We like we have a lot, and I see why people say, "Oh, America's awesome." If you can leave, like I get it, we're awesome. We have the ability to, you know, you can do whatever you want. In America, damn it. Yeah, <laughs> but you don't understand that it's not about going and getting the things that you want. It's about being able to grow as humans, and we're happy not growing as humans, being pieces of shit because we can sit at home and play our video games and do nothing. And when somebody wants to, you know, grow as a collective it's like oh that gets in the way of what i like to do you know that's less money for me like i worked the system and made billions why does jeff bezos need that much money like because he uh gave us all a need that nobody gave us in a way that helped us now that everybody almost uses right so you create a system he deserves that money right just kidding he does not deserve that money i i feel like he deserves to Help more too. To, I guess save world hunger, fucker. Have everything that he needs and be able to pursue happiness. At this point, he has more. Yeah, and it's taking away from people that don't. Yeah, you know? see, and, and that's 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 the hard part of capitalism. The pursuit of happiness. At this point, we're limiting the pursuit of happiness to what you're financially capable of. Yeah, you know. So how is that freedom? How are we still following what we initially said we wanted to, when all it is is freedom to better a person? To be better than the person next to you. Like, why is it a competition between all of us when it's when we can all be better together? You know. Yeah. And so then you remove homelessness by providing jobs in areas 
that need work, the roads. But know, okay, so th- th- I love that too. But that's another thing about human as well. Humans are kind of stupid. Mm-hmm. We're in the sense where we can actually start. So the Tesla is a great car, right? Electric car that drives itself. Right. What happens when it gets to the sense that there's over millions of cars on the road that are Teslas? That now we can actually do sense just literally call rides to us and no longer need the need to buy a car or actually own a vehicle at this sense. You know how much people would be stupid that just be like, but I still want a car. I still want to be yeah. able to have something in my driveway. I still want to be able to have it customizably mine. Right. When the world won't need that anymore because all you really have to do is, hey, I need to go to work. A car literally pulls up. Nobody's in there, so you don't have to freak out about awkward conversations or anything. And you're gone to your destination, and that car leaves. And when you get picked up, it's probably a different car. But guess what? It gets you home fast, efficient. It'll work the same as it did before. No. Typewriters. People still like typewriters, and you can go get one. And you can love it, and you can only use a typewriter, but the rest of the world's still using computers. Dumb. But it's still using computers. I don't like that. (laughs) Yeah, and that's just people. Granted. But it's irrelevant because what you're doing is you're saying, okay, now everybody has basics. You know, everybody give give them all the basics. Now you're capable of making more and being happy to a limit to where you're not taking away from the people around you. And we forget about that. Morality includes other people instead of being comfortable. And, again, capitalism has built it into us. We're (laughs) literally indoctrinated, dude. Like, everything we do, and there's no fighting it at this point because it is generational plans. Yeah. You know, there's literally families that have been doing this for hundreds of years. Illuminati? The Freemasons? uh, Call it whatever you want to call it. The Rockefellers? I feel like if you got the money to do whatever you want, why not control everything to your benefit i think it will see that's the difference do you that's why i love uh mm-hmm. science and being able to like rationalize the actual aspect of it we would never know because we've never been in that sense of having that much money or making that much money right so we i i would totally talk about i would be so helpful i would help everybody i would probably do the best to help the world but when it happens, does something trigger in your brain that's like, fuck. Money does make you, I think, a bad person. And it's like, damn it, I don't have enough of it. Maybe I should stop, get more, get into a system that makes sure that I have it forever and keep it for myself. Right. How does... But it's not just that, because you see that the money has power over people and you can control things to make sure that when the time comes for everything to die because everything dies you're gonna die like what are you leaving behind you know people always oh get into my midlife crisis and i need to accomplish something that's that for them like family bloodline bullshit you know to benefit them because they're like well all these people are gonna die anyways the population of countries cycles continuously and none of them are in control so why not maintain it yeah you know so that way you can have more people directed into the specific science that is capable of benefiting, but when you don't allow that science to be public, then you can control. The only way that we're going to find out who and what's controlling us is when a bigger form of control comes in. And they say it doesn't matter if you know now or not, because now we can say there's nothing you can do about it. So that's a theory I've heard about slowly introducing the alien thing is it's going to be a new system of control that literally is this outer planetary that what are you going to do about an alien controlling system, you know, for the entire galaxy? Like, 
See that? See, and I don't think it would be that an alien comes in and then takes control. I just feel like, yeah, one of the aliens that is in control in our system is going to be like, hey, guys, things are going to start to change up. It's more like a... And then he transforms, yeah. like, shapeshifts. Exactly. It's more like, a, hey, how's the Earth doing in Quadrant 4? It's like, oh, you, they've just reached the evolutionary point where we can start talking to them and let them know what's up. You know? That's... Like, they went through religion fine. They're in technology now. Still a little racist, kind of dumb, but, I mean, we're working with them. And... Slowly but surely, you know, like, and I'm not saying again that's how it is. That's a what that's a, that's an idea. It's an idea, a theory, yeah. a speculation. What's even? I think I talked to you last time about a simulation, and that it's more like again consciousness. We're limited in a sense. So, if you were to make a duplicate of reality, in a sense, right? Time is what makes matter exist. So, if without time, everything's all one thing. Right. Okay. So in order to stretch it out, what do you need? Something to observe it at different intervals, which is life. So you put life into a separate reality of everything, right? That allows it to observe itself over time. Then you have the ability to manipulate certain aspects of it. And so, I don't know, I guess I'm not mathematically inclined enough to explain it well, but the idea is we're in a simulation that mirrors reality, and we are limited in our consciousness so that we can stay in the simulation and not end up either breaking free and controlling it or finding out what reality actually is. Because reality could be death. Reality could be nothing. Because without time, without observation, without consciousness, there literally is nothing, but it still all exists. So it, being alive and in this simulation or picture of what reality is in itself is better than just being because you can't observe anything in a black hole. You know, you can't observe everything yeah. altogether. If you have a life form that you've placed, like let's say you figure this out, right? You figure out that like, oh, hey, this is all of existence. And if I can stretch it out by throwing some people or some life in there, I'm going to keep an eye on those people to make sure that me experiencing this doesn't change because I would like this. I want to continue to be able to experience this. My only agreement in this is that the math shows that at a certain angle in a black hole, once you get close enough, you literally can see all time and space at one interval, one point. Obviously, it's theoretical because eyeballs don't have the ability to like continue existing in space at that place in a black hole, but it's mathematically possible. So if you wanted to continue to exist and enjoy life and enjoy what everything can be, you're going to continue to make sure something's capable of observing it, but only to a certain point, consciousness. So you make them sleep or whatever. Give them physical limits, um, ability, stuff like that. You don't let them see what ghosts are, for instance. You only give them certain Senses range of light. And stuff, yeah. Exactly. I'm not saying that's a God thing, but what I'm saying is it's possible. Or if somebody it... can homunculus up a freaking thing in his basement, he's God to that thing. Yeah. You know? Is it playing with human life and taking away our importance? Potentially. Is it a reality? Probability ways? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. But, like, the irrelevance of our choices and our decisions is the hardest part to deal with out of all of that. Does it matter if you do anything, if it's all controlled? You know, like, what matters is being able to manipulate the experiences and the consciousness that we have. So that's why they always say, like, it doesn't matter what you do. What's important is how you make people feel. Because humans interacting with the world and the physical reality is in itself the only thing that's real. 
is an interaction. You know, like there's no sound until you clap and they hit stuff like that. So be a good person. Go vote. Go register to vote, please. If you live in New Mexico, you can do it in like three minutes online. I don't even feel like life's real though. It's not. It's not. But it's very important at the same time. It's like one of those aspects. Like, uh, it's like the observableness that makes us want to be here. But then slipping into these conscious states, again, I want to go back into, like, I think, no, I don't know if we talked about it before, but psychedelics and stuff. Yeah. Like, is that something that really, what if we can observe the middle of a black hole right. with five grams of mushrooms? Right, that's the point, because it'll take away the limitation that you currently physically have in the mind, in the mind yeah. to do so, right? For certain things like that. So consciousness in itself is a prison in order to be able to manipulate the things that exist. We're at this level because something else has decided they can do more and they like that as well. You know, like maybe you like time travel, you know, maybe you enjoy being able to and having this other existence in your basement that you've created that's a copy of the actual reality. I'm not saying that's the case. It's yeah, scrolls by Adam thing, but I just mean that there's still a sense of control even in consciousness, you know, observational abilities. Because we're limited in our observational abilities, something is controlling that, whether it's physical law, just the fact that it cannot be observed without those limits. That's something that I think we need to figure out as well. And there's an understanding that we don't have, you know, whether or not that is like the case. So there's a bunch of different like conspiracy theories on simulation, stuff like that. Uh, the math obviously points to, you know, because of what our physical reality is, that it could be projected in a sense but who knows I'd rather tell a 15 second joke and make people laugh in that moment than try to uncover if this really is a simulation or not right and at the same point that's why people suck you know go vote well is it is it the fact that people just don't want to be enlightened by something that can potentially destroy their existence it's hard it's harder that's all it's pain you know, pain is harder than just sticking to your guns. I feel bad. But then again, it, you feel the gratification of it. Like, you know it. I know it. Just well, playing an instrument, music, or just going on stage multiple times. Like, it's a discomfort that builds on itself that makes you want to do it. Right. I yeah. don't care if it's uncomfortable. It feels good to be uncomfortable. Right. Well, that's people's brains, too. It's psychology, man. Like, you're, you're trained to get that dopamine rush, and now we've made it easier. If you stopped doing the things that you like to do, sugar, you know, playing music, stuff like that, I guarantee you're going to learn something new and harder and th- to get the dopamine rush. Your body's addicted to it, you know? And I feel like consciousness is the same thing. Like, life is addicted to being conscious and observing. So we limit ourselves and, like, what we're capable of knowing or what we're comfortable with because that's more important, you know? It's why sports exist in the first place, you know, because life is a game with too many rules and there's nobody that understands everything. So we'll create something that you can win. You don't win a life. <laughs> Nobody wins a life, you die. That's it. So let's make a sport and you can win. You can feel that dopamine, that rush, you know, that need for knowledge, need for understanding. And Without mastery. having to actually work at a harder thing. That's the problem with people is we do make things easier, you know, and we don't value the whole point. Like the observer is what's important, not what's being observed, you know. That's why people, Black Lives Matter, argue and all lives matter, this and that. It's, they're just observing the wrong thing. 
They're not seeing that. It's too rough, man. <laughs> There's too many people killing people out there. I just they're justifying nonsense, you know, and they're fighting against themselves when they shouldn't be at all. Yeah, there's it's certain aspects that could be taken care of. There's and they're trained to be that way. They're because they're comfortable. Because nothing uncomfortable has happened to me, so it can't be bad, you know. And it's just like it's not about what you do or don't observe. It's what you provide to another observer, you know. And people don't they don't think that at all. At all. They're not so, trying to fuck with that. I think that's why the powers of be are just like, yeah, let's just kill them. They're all pieces of shit anyways. I mean, look how easily they got indoctrinated by capitalism. That there they're go killing capital. each other. Dude, I'm so against it. Uh, <laughs> I hate it. I hate oh, it. I'm no communist. Or I'm, I don't believe in any previous government or system. Fascism. No, my... My, I'm more like philosophy. The point is to look at the world in the way that it needs to improve by including technology, by including governments, by including Ideologies, all of our past yeah. history. Yeah, And you have to incorporate all of that into a new system, something that is technologically based on fact that we can apply to provide civil liberties to the people while not limiting them in what they can do and accomplish so that they don't say oh well you're taking capitalism away now somebody who's lazier blah 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 i'm like no you just all have the opportunity now if he's lazier he's lazier he won't get as far that's straight up what it is but how things are currently people start to race ahead and then they pretend like they weren't ahead and then other people are lazy i'm like this dude worked twice as hard beat you and you still don't give him the respect you know yeah. like but again it's systemic. It's literally drained and in, drilled into you every single yeah, day. You're like, you oh, get that, guy's, that guy's privileged. Oh, he, he got it because he does so much. It's like, no, it shows. Like, there's more to it. Right. And the inequality in the world is people are seeing that they work hard and they're not getting the same opportunities. And the people that had those opportunities and didn't work as hard are like, well, if they don't work hard, they don't deserve it. But it's about providing the same opportunity for every single person. And then saying, okay, well, we're only going to limit you and how it affects everybody else. And, and you're limited, and I'm sorry about that, but, I mean, you have happiness. If you take away the pursuit of happiness from somebody else because you have too much money, it's no longer, like, a, a law that we follow. Yeah. You know, so, and that's where we are. But people don't even, they're at home. They go to work. They're too busy to protest, you know. Protests started happening partially because people are at home not doing a lot we had the ability to you're not supposed to work 40 hours a week dude do you know how much work that is a lot like, do you know how you're supposed to take care of life at home and be a human person that's like focused on like your well-being we're we're indoctrinated to do it that I'm way though man, it's rough because i honestly feel like oh, i do i i do the whole 40 hours of work yeah but then i do have to come home and at least practice for two hours of guitar dude and i have to at least play a little bit of video games because i know it's practice right. though because i want to get better at the game and just get better at that skill level yeah and it's all just a growing process of learning how to get better at it right yeah, but and you do that for yourself because it's it's valuable to you. Yeah, and you know what, your work should be valuable to you. That forty work, hours, though, I don't. That forty hours is my point. It's the hard it's, part. Is you should you should be able to find something that benefits the world that you enjoy doing. And I'm not saying that's the case for everybody. Maybe they're not good at it, but they should still have the opportunity to do so without having to slave labor forty hours a week and barely make it. Yeah. Even then, if we're capable of doing so, 
We make it seem easy to people that can't. Some people are tired. They can't clean. Their house is a fucking mess. And I've been that way, too. If I ever fucking get depressed, it's just like I cannot do any of the other things that I need to focus on myself because I'm literally getting my labor and my talent stolen for somebody else's benefit. That system in itself, if you don't do that, if you're against it, no, you're just an unemployed, lazy person, you know, like... But I would happily sit outside and work all day if it meant that I could help improve the roads here. I would be able to learn something about paving, shit like that. Like, that's not difficult. It's trade school stuff, you know? You can do it in a couple of years, work for a couple of years, so on and so forth. You get at least a benefit of, oh, I provide something for the community. Yeah. I did this. And it was learning something. Everybody likes learning. It's not hard. You know, maybe there's some things that you have to specialize in to get better at it, obviously. But most people can do basic work, you know? Even then, there's data entry. You know, there's lots of places that scan things in constantly. If you can't stand up and go outside, maybe you like sitting on a computer and typing. Maybe mundane work is good for you, you know. Somebody should have that opportunity instead of, oh, you need to be qualified to do that, even though you're probably going to be good at it and it would satisfy you as a job. It's like, oh, well, you didn't have as many opportunities as other people and you didn't work hard and you like being addicted to things like every single human, so... There's another guy that Does appreciates, that yeah. appreciates that we give him the opportunity to work. Like, fuck you, this should be something to enjoy doing. You know, and our system got built fucking messed up, dude. <laughs> Capitalism. Up. That's the thing, too, is these, these senators, these people, they're old. So, like, we need younger people to be more involved. We need people that you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to have a good background. Clearly, you don't have to even be a good person to run for politics right now. You just have to have the will to do it and have people behind you to support what you're saying. You can make a difference in your own community. You can be elected by talking to people. It's easier now than ever. Social media is all over the place. Yeah. You know how many businesses use social media for free advertising? You can't do the same thing. Not even for free. Some of them will pay to exactly. get sponsored advertising. Yeah. And it's it, there's algorithms completely built to get you popular. But it's not even that. Like You can make TikTok videos that people agree with. Boom. Now they like you. Now they're sharing your shit for free. Why? Because you're talking for the people. Yeah. You know? And I don't know that we have a lot of people like that. Like, I see people defending shooters. Like, oh, I would have shot somebody if somebody attacked me. I'm like, this isn't about you. You know, like, mm -hmm. why are you involved in this conversation? You know, shouldn't you be involved in something you actually care about? Something that you're doing? And that's the thing is it's, it's all kind of makes slave labor easy. So we are slaves. So what's up, Sam Alvarado 2020? <laughs> Is that what I'm hearing? Uh, Jeez. I, I honestly, in 2021, might go for a treasurer um, here in Albuquerque. So A treasurer? A treasurer, yeah. I, again, I should look into it, see qualifications, all that fun stuff. To be honest, now I just like advocating by pretty much... Anybody I talk to, I'm just like, did you vote? <laughs> Are you registered? And it's not just about voting federally, like on a government level. I mean here. It starts off small. Big things happen here. So there's like seven or eight laws, basically, things that they've found for police officers that will prevent deaths, killings by police officers. Uh, New Mexico, I believe, has enacted six of them because I don't know if the world remembers but we used to have a really bad problem with cops killing people so we've had more experience I think in the public eye locally than some places obviously Columbine shit like that happened other places do too but because of that we've had protests against the police here 
that wasn't nationwide. Yeah. You know, and uh, that homeless guy that was shot in the mountain and stuff like that. Yeah. So a lot of those have got enacted, you know, not shooting at moving vehicles, stuff like that. But the reason that that happened... <laughs> that happened here, too. The reason that that happened, and we put those laws into place and why that's no longer, like, allowed, basically, chokehold, stuff like that, is because we had people here protesting and voting. People got involved because people here are dying. Yeah. Uh, recently, um, one of the owners of a, a bar got killed. His name was Ken. And he had called the police. And they came because he called them because somebody was breaking into his house and they shot and killed him. This was recent. you know. And it's like we have all these in place and it's still happening. You know? So obviously our community, the people that watch, the people that are out, uh, we're not involved enough. And they've allowed us to say, hey, you can kill all those people you want. Keeps us in control. We're not even mad about it. I'm like, hey, why is nobody mad about this? You know, I don't care what color they are. They're not executioners. You know, this is our actual system. And it's just one thing to tackle. Healthcare is another huge one, you know. Stuff like that. I don't know. I didn't mean to get all political about no, this stuff too. Cause that's I, I like, I enjoy StarCraft and... Consumerism. I'm a consumer as well. You, you have no choice. But it gets into deeper notes and deeper, know, finer ideas that kind of they all relate, though, and they all, in general, are topics that should be talked about that nobody does. Right. Like I StarCraft like is the best RTS game. Fuck true. yeah! People are out there getting shot all the time. You should do more changes in that. And right. in, in that sense, like yeah. it, it's just more of stuff people should know. And unfortunately. It's 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 out of multiple guests. You don't hear so many truths and so many actual like, this is what the fuck's happening. This is what the fuck's going on. Is because they're clouded by everything else that's going on in their lives. Right. And I get it. Life is hard. There's so many other things that go on and stuff. Especially when you have other obligations and different things like, but yeah. Oh, in a sense, people can always try to gain or learn. Have better knowledge of life in a sense by just trying to get out there more and do different things or just try to just learn like i don't feel like i'm like some high and mighty like oh this is happening and that's why i feel that way it was more like personal in my life like i was i was messing up you know and just in a bad place not paying attention to like where i was in life and like how things needed to be taken care of you know just focusing on like other people and being accepted or whatever. Yeah. And it, I don't know, it just kind of all made me realize that, like, it's not just me destroying, like, my life and shit like that. It's it's how I think that consumerism is the reason that I'm depressed because I don't have a job or I got laid off and my little tour that I was on got canceled. and I didn't get to buy stuff, can't do this. Drugs are fun, you know, so, like... You do that instead of, like, focusing on, like, how do you improve things, you know? And then you realize, like, oh, it's not just me. You know, everybody does this, and now we're all doing it to each other, and it's bigger. So it's like I, I moved away from, like, not focusing on myself, and I'm able to focus on myself, and I'm in a good area where, like, obviously, you know, I started a business. Things are going okay. Like, we've got ducks in a row, sort of, but that's, like, basic consumerism nonsense that I need to, like, get over the fact that I hate that to still try to be a better person and use the system to our benefit, you yeah. know, to say that, like, I could argue with somebody, but I'm not going to do anything to hurt them. I'm not going to, like, be upset with them in a way or say anything that's against them because I understand, like, it's their point of view 
it's their pain that they're dealing with or their experience and that it's not my place to put that onto anybody else, you know, or let them do so to me. And so when I, like, separated from that, I was like, oh, hey, so I definitely, like, start caring about bigger things, you know. So, like, I want to do more with Six Sun and all of that when that gets going, you know, and, like, just try to help more and provide more for the community that we have here instead of worrying if I can be a big name, you know. Because maybe I will, maybe I won't, you know. Maybe I'll have a great hour and it gets picked up and I'm popular. And it pops, yeah. Or I can just kind of make sure I'm happy if I don't. I've always held that aspect, too, is like, man, I, I really do want to be famous. I would love to be famous and be able just to have a bunch of money, everybody around me and stuff. But if it doesn't happen, I know that I had fun doing it, like a lot of fun. Like there's been some times where I just did a show and it was cool. I played, I played guitar. Like I have a background in music a lot more than in this. So I've done some cool shows where I just like rock the crowd. And it's just those feelings are amazing to me. And I know if I work hard enough and I do my best, I could maybe potentially rock a crowd bigger, better, more exciting. Right. And that's just the aspect of wanting to do better. But the opportunity is only based on like, oh, did you work hard enough? Are you, you know, and that's the thing is you can still be satisfied with comedy even if you don't become a big name. Yeah. It doesn't mean success or not. It means you went, you killed the room, you had a a great fucking time. Yeah. Like, I'm not a big name comedian. I guarantee you I'm known by 2,000 people maybe that have seen me, you know, stuff like that. Like That's being generous. Who knows? <laughs> you know, like, it's mostly mics, and I've done shows, but I know that, like, during that time, let's people will come up afterwards, and they'll be like, hey, that was really fun. It was hilarious. Let's find out. We're about to Google Sam Alvarado. Oh, snap. I have, I have five minutes, I think, on YouTube. Just straight Google oh, Sam you're Alvarado. You're not finding me. So this uh, might be Facebook. from... Uh, my algorithm on oh, okay. Google, so that's <laughs> why we're gonna go straight to images. <laughs> See what pops up. Good luck. Oh no. This is what happens when I get Sam Alvarado. Yep, yep. Sam Alvarado. I actually made it a point to not be findable for a while. Really now? It really did not benefit me later when I decided to like comedy. Sam Alvarado. Yep, yep, these are not. There we go. So this is the closest thing that relates to me is a show I put on. I was I opened for that show. Oh, okay, nice. Here's here here it Hold is. My ticket. So she's a New York comedian and host, and she comes down and visits for the holidays. We put a show on for her. Dope. Yeah, yeah, she's cool. There you go, everybody. Hooray! Oh look, there it is. Oh no! <laughs> there he is, everybody. Twenty nineteen or Ooh, yeah, yeah. twenty nineteen in right December. I actually did. I killed that crowd. That was, that was a good one. He was happy with that, everybody. Yeah, I was. I don't think I was supposed to be on that show. I got like thrown out at the beginning. Oh, it's nice. And they gave me a few minutes. It was nice. Oh, look, here's another one. An alibi show. Ah, old school. So you can't say that you can't be googled. So it's there, there no, are. No, I can. Yeah. There you, sure. and uh, it's always a fun thing to do just to see what pops up. Yeah. What's uh, the best one you've done? Uh, the best person you've Googled and gotten the best? Uh, it probably was Loy. Right Loy Lee. <laughs> he had a funny one because Loy Lee, he came up first, obviously, but there was another guy, and he told me a story of how he talked. He's like, I know this guy. <laughs> I was like, how do you That's know cool. this guy? And he's like, I actually 
try to get all the domain names from him because he was Lloyd Lee as well. So he's like reached out to him. It's like, can I have your email? Will you sell it to me? All kinds of shit. Now I was like, holy fuck! I mean, you did it though. You got all of it. Is he another comedian? Uh, no. Oh, okay. I think he was like a like a, a doctor or something. Just oh, like okay. he he still had you know reputation to get enough to be Googled and found. But yeah, right I thought that was so funny. Yeah, you still doing that uh, name a word or? And I just like say whatever is in my brain. No, that's yeah. I'll tell with that. Yeah, that's a that's a that was a phase. That was <laughs> that was my before hundredth episode. I don't know what to do. Um, what was another thing that I did do? Uh, uh, I did want to introduce this. Now that you're here, I guess we can. What was the year that you were born? Uh, eighty six. Nineteen eighty six. You find out like what's popular. Yeah, and the music and shit like that. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> The 80s? I think yeah. it was a Madonna song. I'm hoping it wasn't. Oh, I can't wait. That's a good song by by N- New oh, Shoes. New Shoes. Uh, I Give Love a Bad Name by Bon Jovi. Take My Breath Away by Berlin. I love that song. Oh, my God. Take my breath away. Pound of the Bell on there, too. So all this stuff was popular when you were born. It's unfortunate. That's not, dude. This is history in the making. Take me home tonight. A oh, great Eddie Money song. I'm 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 into the whole rock and roll kind of thing. I guess yeah. There's some some big names on there. All right. Stick around for a while. Walk like an Egyptian. Ooh. That was a good one. Oh man. Bangers. Manic Monday. Come on, dude. That's that's a hit that everybody plays was every that a Monday. Monday. Yeah. They released that on a Monday. Let's hope so, dude. Because if not, that was a waste of a Monday. Oh, 86 is the worst. Walk this way, see. It's good. I like. I like this one. You're the first one I did this for, so I've never done this before. Run DMC. Didn't they like shortly after that they did uh, like a, a remix with Offspring? Was it with Don't Offspring? They? Was it? I thought I it was uh, Aerosmith. Aerosmith and Walk NW. This Way. I right? think they did Offspring too, though, didn't uh, they? Uh, yeah, the kids are all right. I don't. I don't know. The only reason I like the Offspring, and I mean, obviously, when we were younger, I liked them, but um, as I got older, I found out the dude has like a, a master's in physics. Really? Yeah, the lead singer, and he also owns his own like like salsa company or chili company. Okay, I know that one. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, oh, that's impressive. You know, like he he can do things. Give it to me, baby. Oh, with with Run DMC. Oh, it was Run DMC. Okay, Featuring. was it Give It to Me, Baby? Really? Yeah. No, not give it to me, baby. Do no. Or is it? Do you think that's one of those? It's Run DMC, and I don't know if it was Run DMC. I don't know. It was Offspring's um, "The Kids Are Alright" remix with some band. Oh well, that's cool though. I don't think I think that them. I think that's one of those uh, videos where they've done now. Have you seen those uh, videos on YouTube where it's just like? Run DMC, but actually Offspring self-esteem. Oh, okay. I, those are so weird. So it's like a cover, somebody else playing like a song in the style of another song? I think they're getting so good with musical editing that they're taking just the Makes lyrics sense. and certain parts of the song and mixing them very well. Yeah. That they're using the beats and timing, but yeah. changing lyrics. There's like a TikToker who does that. He's like two songs that you never thought would go together, and then he like plays them together, and you're like, what? That's crazy. Well, there's this guy on YouTube that actually gets old, old 
tracks like uh stuff from like the 60s and 50s on vinyl records and puts them on other he puts on hip-hop records and plays them at the same time and yeah. finds where they sampled the music and it's just like oh god almost everything was sampled yeah, of course a lot of hip-hop music was sampled everything is which sucks for comedy i feel like everything can be remixed except for comedy like you like you can't like every song, you can be like, "Oh, I just took a sample from an old song and then I rewrote it." Or it's it's like nobody gets mad at you for doing that or covering things. But as a comedian, only original and that's it. Like you're not allowed to remix other things. Obviously, we have to hit like the same ideas and points, but we're just not allowed to remix things. Yeah, it's interesting that. But I think there's a everything is remix. It's like a documentary. It's a documentary, yeah. I think and I saw that. It's, it's like a four or three part thing. Yeah, and it's basically just like everybody just going off of old stuff that you know has already been done over and over and over yeah. and over and over. We, we can like guess what's popular and what will be based on just like how it's built and written, stuff like that. Makes sense. So it's just the difference is people and we can psychologically control them. I do it on stage. You do it. You know, we talk about ourselves. Like I'll have my... Yeah, demeaning way and stuff, yeah. I usually have my flannel. And, you know, I, I wear that on purpose. I have my big glasses. You know, like, I chose those glasses, one, to see, and two, because I knew they were big, creepy glasses. The whole beginning of my set is I know what I look like, you know, like, and it's like, hey, that guy looks like a creep. But then I address it, make it funny, and then like, yeah, he's funny. You know, so now all of a sudden I'm not a creep, I'm funny. So the rest of it can follow up and I can be gross or be mean you know, or just tell dirty jokes. Yeah, work off of that. Jokes, and they'll still be like, yeah, it's acceptable because the bad is funny, you know. It's like I'm okay now. Yeah. <laughs> I laughed. Sorry, I move my hands a lot when I talk. No, you're cool, man. I guess I should probably, like, what is that thing? Like, zip tie these or something? So you just use electrical tape, yeah, same but, color. But I like, you know, I like I like the appeal. Yeah, and being able to, like, move around and stuff if it's zip tied, I don't know. That's fair. Learning. Uh, these actually should be set up on a wooden table that don't have uh, messed up. Like, it has to be flat surface on the bottom as yeah. well. But if you feel on the bottom of this table, there is not. It's not uh, really a flat surface. It's kind of like a weird beveled edges. I feel like you can put, like, a sweet net up. And then we can just, like, do, like, a mini ping pong game <laughs> between well, the clips. This table was originally used for beer pong. Yo. This was the beer pong table. That'd be a good idea, too. That's that's a thing. If you want to do like a game, get people to come play and try to win. You don't have to give them anything. Just make it difficult or fun. Well, I do have this pinwheel. It's like a <laughs> pinwheel that like has a bunch of different like combinations and stuff. Yeah. And it's a it's a it's a it's not a board table, but it's like a little strip of tape that you put different cups in, and they have different flavors. Oh, okay. And when you spin the spinning wheel, you have to mix it according to what oh. it says, and then you have. The, that sounds fun. The cases would drink yeah. it. You'd have to drink what you mix. What's in there? Wasabi. <laughs> yeah, and, and it could be gross and foul. We could make it, uh, what is that? NFSW, not suitable Ooh, yeah, that's, for work. Well, it could be really drunkish and stuff. But I don't know. That's a cool thing. I have idea. Yeah. You'd have to entice me if it's going to be like game drunk. Yeah, something like that. I, I have a pinwheel, but it's just for my OnlyFans, you know, so... Nice. You guys can choose. See, he's trying to be an entrepreneur, so he doesn't have to work. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I never... You should. We should all I? should have an yeah. OnlyFans. Not anymore. They ruined it. You know, why? I, there was this Bella Thorne thing, I guess. She jumped on there, and she offered some video 
for like 200 bucks. She's like a, a famous person. Yeah, and I so know who she is. All these people totally. bought it, and it wasn't a video. It was like a dressed picture. So they all got pissed and all wanted a refund. So now OnlyFans doesn't pay out every week. They pay out every month because they lost a bunch of money. So now all these people that were getting paid out every week on OnlyFans are surviving during quarantine. Now they're all fucked, and now they're waiting for a month. Imagine if you didn't get paid. Yeah, you were getting paid every week, and it was because it's different financially now. You'd have to like rearrange what you do and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and I support sex work completely. So like, I'm I'm I know of the thanks, ladies, and and, (laughs) um, I just don't think I have a market. You know, like yeah, you never know. Like hey, that guy. But the tech, uh, the tech thing, with NSFFW, I think would be pretty crazy. <laughs> That's a niche for sure. Yeah, I think it would actually do some shit. Just watch me fix this with some dangly parts. I like when you do like your laugh and you put your head down a little bit. You have like a straight. You look like Tommy Chong. Right on. Like straight <laughs> like him. I'm just like holy fuck. I'm like interviewing Tommy Chong right there. <laughs> See that, that shit that is, is great. Cool. It's so funny. Yeah, dude, you're cool, man. Yeah. I fucking. We had fun here, man. Good time. We've been here for an hour and 40 minutes. Oh, this is fun, man. Um, I gotta go take a dog. What thing you got to? Yeah, I got a dog. I gotta go take it across town. Yeah, Yeah. you were telling me about the other dog, too. The vicious dog. Yeah, anyways. Uh, if my fans wanted to find you, where where can they find you social Uh, media wise? Throw some plugs out there, man. I say straight up Facebook is easy, Sam Alvarado, but you can go to at Sam Talks Too Much. And that's where all my quality original content is if you're down with, like, memes, I guess. But I also, you know, post up where you can find me. And if you're interested in any repairs, just look up Cloud9. I guess that's that. But, yeah, add Sam Talks Too Much. It's easiest. Check out my YouTube, Sam Alvarado Stand Up. So, yeah, guys. You guys heard it here, folks. Sam Alvarado. Hey, what's up, all the other comedians? Good to see you guys. Yeah, we gotta get come through the show. Yeah, we'll get some more guy, more people on here. Yeah, that'd be cool. I miss them all. Yep. Uh, you guys, thank you guys for watching. You guys are awesome. Make sure to follow me, subscribe, all that good stuff, social media wise. Dude, literally just Google fucking Muse Me TV. I swear something will come up. I'm the first thing. Like literally, just Google it. Thank you guys. We'll actually be back later on tonight. We'll have Matthew McCarty in the studio. So be ready for that. Peace.